0: Episode 136. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. You can hear them trains. I are trains in the background. Happy spring, y'all. It's here. Was it yesterday? I think yesterday or or the Monday? day before. Yeah, yeah, it was sometime. This week. But it was like 24 that morning. Yeah, it was super cold. It's getting nice now. Mm Mm-hmm. Some weather getting good.
1: I'm enjoying it. Yes. Short sleeves today.
0: I I changed clothes. I went home and now I'm in shorts and t-shirt. I'm ready to rock. I bet. um, We both this morning went into ministry. You wear multiple hats. Mm Mm-hmm. You pray with people, you walk with people, you cry with people, you laugh with people. You read the word, you, you shepherd and foster, and sometimes you get up in the morning and you cook barbecue Yeah, for the people. It's,
1: it's, it's a ministry that I'm proud to carry. I
0: was so happy, like, <laughs> this is part of my job this morning. And I came here, did a little work, grabbed two of them butts, went home, and I was like, there we go. <laughs> this is this is a part of my ministry. Look at me ministering to the people <laughs> through pork. At what's funny is that at the event, your event tomorrow night uh-huh. that neither of us will be at. Yeah. But we're making the food. We're yeah. going to we to you know, serve in some way. Hey, I'll serve a, I can't be there, but I am happy.
1: Yeah, normally I I specifically would not have done this done because this because I'm going to have be doing so much other things to do tomorrow, yes. but like hey, I'm not going to be there, so I'll definitely take take a couple butts and smoke them.
0: Is it just four, or did Hal do something? Six. We're doing six. So, so yeah. So somebody else has two more. Yeah. Okay. I've done three before. It's hard. Yeah. It's a push. Two's
1: pretty easy. Two though. is a. Actually, I I don't know if I've ever smoked one because they always come in two packs and they, I always well, just smoke them. At, and because I get it from restaurants, if, if you eat or, Depot or Sam's. Sam's, yeah,
0: they come in two packs. Uh, but once you get like the stuff, mm-hmm. you're like, I mean, I have enough to do two, mm-hmm. like. You know, I, I don't know what you did. I didn't inject mine. I, I did. You did? I did. Last night? I did it this morning. See? So I rubbed it yesterday. See, I yeah, know. I rubbed it this morning.
1: And let that sit overnight. And then I inject right before I put it on. Really? I'm not going to be able to like spray it or mop it or anything. So maybe. I do
0: spray it now. Yeah. But I know I'm going home in another
1: 35, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to spray for a little bit longer. Uh, a little. See, mine's going to basically do its thing. So I was like, I got to put something inside here. And I left more of I, I assume I left more of the fat on than you did. I but cut a bunch of the fat just off. Just knowing morning. I'm gonna, it's gonna be super hands off. So yeah,
0: I cut mine this morning just because um, I just uh, I don't want it too fatty. But I mean, Welcome I like to the barbecue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you brown it? Did you cut the fat off? What did you? <laughs> um, no. But then the secret that I learned from meat church, meat church, mm-hmm. which you can do too. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do it. This is free, y'all. This is free advice. Also, the YouTube videos free as well of them doing it. Uh, get it to about 168, 165. Then wrap it. And then f- pan it. Uh-huh. Cover it, wrap it. They put butter. I like Kerrygold. It's a font of butter. Oh, man. And then brown sugar on top of that. Yeah. A little honey hot. Uh-huh. R- and then a little apple juice in it. Come and then on. And that just makes like a, a natural a almost. Bath. Like a little natural bath. So if it is dry, it won't be. Mm-hmm. So that's kinda, what
1: kind of covers up any,
0: any kind of mess hot ups. flashes or anything like that. Which I like the – which, hey, I like them burn-ins. Oh, I'm here for the char. For that little char. That's my favorite piece. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'd rather just, like, just give me some of that outside char. Oh, no. All right, y'all. Hey, we're um, doing – We're back. Hey, we're doing hey, the Lord's hey, work. Hey. It's a ministry. It's Sorry. A ministry. <laughs> Sorry. We zoned out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we zoned out. Um, hey, we
1: do have uh, – um, it's time for a Bible buffoon's global update uh, we have a new country. Welcome.
0: Uh, sadly no North Dakota. Mm. Uh, I know it's not a country, but I just I'm still sad. Um, we have Portugal. Portugal
1: the Portuguese people the the, po- the 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 famed wayfarers of years gone by.
0: Whoa uh, whoa. <laughs> get it <laughs> um i don't know anything about portugal
1: uh i don't know a lot about portugal. the uh, capital mm-hmm.
0: lisbon yeah i know it's over the pond
1: you know the if
0: you were to tell me i probably immediately probably would have said south america oh no like if there's a quick like quick i'm thinking like, of paraguay <laughs> 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 i probably just quickly just been like oh portugal It's
1: that, well you know why no, that's not true. Go ahead. Nope. Almost, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Time,
0: no. Because they speak Spanish. Well, they're, they don't. They speak Portuguese. They speak Portuguese, but they're they're next to Spain. They're touching Spain, so yeah. you might that. I think that's why Spain, Spanish, Portugal. South they America. are in South
1: America now. Uh, we are all wrong, uh, but welcome. The thing that popped into my head was I watched that documentary about the giant wave surfers. And yeah, like the biggest waves in the world are in Portugal, I believe. Mm, the b- some of what's it? What what was the name of that documentary? It was on HBO, and it was really good. I'm not gonna remember something with an N in Portugal. Sorry, uh, something with an N. Yeah, the name of the city or part of Portugal. Where I don't know. It. We'll look it up. Yeah. Um.
0: Sorry, I was texting. It is 100 degrees in my office right now. And this is back-to-back days that I have been busy doing something that I have had to text somebody else in the office and say, can you please (laughs) turn on this AC before (laughs) I die? I'm dying. I was in like a two, two two-and-a-half-hour-long Zoom session yesterday, just deal, and I was giving a presentation, talking, doing all this stuff, and I was like, almost like took my shirt. I was like, I am dying. I had to text somebody like, please turn the AC on. So we'll see if James gets
1: it, and we'll see if it turns on. Nazar Canyon. Nazar Canyon.
0: Whoa. Which is off the coast of Portugal. So it's one of the best places in the world to get big waves.
1: Yes. And it's got some like crazy 16,000 foot canyon underneath the ocean that makes those huge waves. Man, God is so cool. I'm telling you. That's dope. Well, hey, good. hey,
0: maybe we got a surfer out there getting ready. Listening to us. Good luck. How crazy is that? <laughs> maybe not. Um... But we'll take it. Cool. Welcome, Portugal. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys like, listen, rate, review, subscribe, share, text, email, and surf the web. (laughs) And Portugal. And Portugal. Sweet. Always. Well, hey, we are. I tried to think. We are coming up on, in a few weeks, we're coming up on Holy Week. Uh huh. And I was like, "Do we do do we do something for Holy Week? I mean, I know with church we do or whatever, yeah. but me and you, last year I think we didn't, mm-hmm. because two years ago we did. We, we did, did like an everyday breakdown. We did of like an everyday breakdown of it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So we might do that again. Mm-hmm. I know you can go back and listen to it, but this will be new words. We're actually probably better at podcasting now than we were when we did that two years ago. That was an early one. Just just redo that one." <laughs> We could listen and just redo it, but it, it'll be shorter because mm-hmm. we were doing those hour longs. We were doing those foot longs, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, uh, uh-uh, I'm not on for that anymore. Um, Neither are you, listener. <laughs> no, we <laughs> clearly. Um, but we might do a little day to day breakdown ish. Just recap. We did do it last year. We did it two years ago. Um, all, all to say is that we don't have a series right now. We're kind of cherry picking and choosing what we want to talk about. Um, but this week, today, we're gonna to be a little bit in Corinthians. There's some Matthew, some Mark, some Luke, um, some John. You could do some, some Luke Acts, John. You can letters do. to the Romans. <laughs> you could do it all. Uh, we're basically talking about the one and only Jesus. Yeah. Like why not? Um, whenever we sit here, and guys, I don't know what you think this operation is here. Uh, <laughs> But our operation is not a
1: robust. It's uh, it's slim. We're we're a lean, mean fighting <laughs> machine.
0: Uh, and we are <clears throat> fathers. We're avid. Bar- we are avid barbecuers today. Clearly, <laughs> today we are. Uh, we're watching podcasts on Portuguese surfers. We're doing man church and youth group and all the things. All things that are good. And so sometimes we don't have nine hours to give to prep work for mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. And so. When you get stuck in that rut and you're like, What do I do? You're like, Oh, turn your eyes to Jesus and talk about him. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're gonna do this morning. Um, you know, there's times in my life where I just I do get in those ruts. You get in the everyday habit, everyday life to life, everyday thing, kids, school, job, work, hobbies, baseball, travel, barbecue, whatever it is, and you're like, Man, I think I've been doing the same things forever and ever again. Mm. Uh, it's good to kind of break that rhythm and, and maybe just kind of refocus a little bit. Um, we did that this past weekend. Yeah, uh, Not me <laughs> me and you, Chris. You're pointing at me. I am pointing at you, which we did go on a marriage retreat, just <laughs> no, uh, not, not with not each other. Not, not just us. We had about 30 couples from our church, um, and we went to a place in Rome, Georgia, Wind Shape. Yeah. Uh, not wind for a while I thought it was wind shape and I was like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool the too the shape of wind yeah which I was like that just is ever that's, <laughs> you you cannot anyways wind shape it's on the campus of Berry College in Rome, Georgia they do marriage all year round mm-hmm. uh, it is a dope place they do it very well mm-hmm. it's a uh, side note it's uh, like owned by like the Chick-fil-A peoples so it's perfect so uh, even their name tags are yeah. Chick-fil-A name tags just yeah. a different logo yep Uh, little circle silver or oval whatever it is but everything is done very well. But was there anything, and I'll ask you, and this is not, we're not going to be talking about this this whole time, but was there anything revolutionary that you learned there? No. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Like, it's not like, oh, you're going to go and learn everything. It
1: wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that kind of thing. But it was yeah.
0: like a refocus, it was a reset of just kind of. Hey, and they did really good about we want you to we're like we're gonna create space, intentional mm-hmm. space to go bike riding, hiking, walking, sitting. here's a little coffee shop for free,
1: sit and talk and hang out and yeah. Um, yeah, that's the revolutionary thing, right? It, it wasn't the content. it was, hey, you just gave 48 hours to God. And your marriage.
0: Of yeah. Which
1: that's revolution. You know, it's like how often do we do that? Never so and it's just
0: kind of that reset. And it was very good for me and Mary Beth. We're very practical people, I think. And you know, we're like, what are we gonna get out of this? But it was like, Oh we just got to hang out. Yeah. And when you got to talk. When you have a bunch of little kids, it's hard to do that. Yeah. So it was good for that. Um just a reset, a refocus. Um, And so that's kind of what this message is today. We're going to do a little reset, a little refocus, looking at the life of Christ. Um, And one of the ways is how do you witness to other people? Yeah. How do you share the gospel? How is your life, um, as Romans would say, a living sacrifice Mm -hmm. where you're daily living your life out to um, be a witness? Do you think, Christopher, Mm mm-hmm. Now that's something that the majority of churchgoers, and you could put our church go, but the broad church. Do you think that witness, like, I know worship and maybe service and this and this, but do you think witness fits in that top two or three categories?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you do? Uh, Four people, or I think it should. No,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> so I just showed my hand. Do you think that the majority of people are church would? They think about witnessing on an everyday deal. No, I don't. Okay, I don't.
1: I yep. think I think a lot of people live segmented lives with segment segmented faith. Oh, note it. That's, that's gonna
0: that's gonna go in the description. <laughs> go, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, God's here. Works here. Mm-hmm. Schools here. Kids are here. Vacations here. Mm-hmm. Witnessing is. I I don't know where people put that category. Yeah
1: or if they even think about their life in those terms. I think they think their expression of their faith happens in a certain place at a certain time and that they're good with that and then the rest of their week is the rest of their week and they don't think overly too much about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder why that this term being a witness or witnessing is scary. There's other words of like, I don't know, would you put Evangelizing and witnessing in the same category—I don't have an answer for this either. This is not put I our would
1: okay, but I think that that's kind of part of the problem, mm. and and why it's a little bit scary. I think people think about witnessing or sharing their faith or how, whatever kind of language you want to put around it, and they think about those things. They think about the street evangelist, or they think about preachers or people that work professionally in ministry and that um, it's some sort of uh, different level of living a life of faith in Christ. What I would say Mm -hmm. is that your everyday (laughs) actions are your greatest opportunity to witness to those around you that you're a follower of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and we could go as far as we want to go <laughs> with that, but yeah. it's as big as sharing the gospel when those opportunities are presented to you, and the power of the Spirit, all the way down to how you treat your server at a restaurant. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> right? and everything yes, in yes, between.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's spending money, going door to door, knocking in a different country mm-hmm. for the word, or. Taking out your neighbor's trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, taking hey, them
1: dinner if they're sick. Gosh, you know
0: this is all the, like, it's, yeah. it's all in the same category. Again, form uh, Rasco, the air just turned on.
1: Thank you, Rasco. James,
0: thank you. Listen to the podcast. Through. You just turned the AC on. We're, we're doing good. <laughs> we're over here chugging water now because we're sweating. I'm getting dehydrated. It's hot in my office. It's a sauna. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I've I lost my train of thought. Um, it, it, it is form versus focus Mm -hmm. of the form looks different, but the focus is the same. Yes. And so don't think you have to be paid, you have to be a song leader, you have to be a Bible expert. No, it's it's all that. So we're gonna look here uh, at three ways, this is gonna be three helpful ways uh, for you to kind of refocus, realign, revision, kind of gather like, oh, I don't have to be a theologian or a preacher or a missionary or any of these things. God wants you to be yourself. Mm-hmm. He put you in the environment and in the area and in your context for a reason. That context needs you to be you there. Yep. Don't try to fight to be something else. Mm-hmm. It just helps us. It just needs us to kind of be on track and be on the same um
1: Trajectory, Tra- moving yes. in the right direction. Yeah, or on the yeah. same mission. Yes, hey, mission. Yeah, that's a yeah. Great it's word. just
0: kind of being on the same mission. Yep. Foot in there. Um, so, as we talk about, what do we do? Let's look to Jesus. First mm-hmm. uh, Corinthians eleven one. This is Paul. He says, "Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ." Mm-hmm. So we look at Paul and we'd be like, "Well, Paul' early life wasn't great." <laughs> But Paul, the last thirty was good,
1: yeah, right. So yeah. his
0: last about thirty years of his life has done pretty well, mm-hmm. um, and we're like, okay, great. We, he did great things, wrote great letters. You would put Paul up there as uh, um, uh, a pillar of faith, mm-hmm. hall of faith. Uh, it, he's not in Hebrews eleven, but uh, with that, um, so he says, look, imitate me because I imitate Christ. One. Can you say this? This is a side note. Can you say this to your family? Yeah. Can you say this to your neighbor? Can you say this? Like that's a whole nother sermon. It's a whole nother podcast.
1: Uh, when you sent when you sent your notes. Yeah. All great stuff. <laughs> but that jumped out at me more than anything else. Was that Paul's text? Yeah. Uh, he's he's that's a bold thing that to is, say. That that is uh gutsy. He's saying imitate me. So I'm allowing you to evaluate my life.
0: Investigate, look, pro You can go as deep as yep. you
1: want to go and I feel comfortable telling you that to the best of my earthly ability, I'm trying to follow Christ. And, and I don't qualify in any way things, well okay, well, I know that I say this, but I kind of do this, don't really do what I'm doing. <laughs> He's saying hey, I'm giving it my best shot. I'm here. an open book. Do, if you see me doing something, I give you license to do it. Whoa, jeez, that's 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 and, a and, that's and, a heavy hitter, and that's what jumped out to me yeah. is that would I be willing to say that in my own life? Yeah, and you listener, because <laughs> Paul Paul, I don't think is speaking from some other place here. Paul is, and you talked about this. Paul was a Pharisee, <laughs> but then he had this. Encounter with the risen Jesus. And it changed everything. he, He was never the same. And that's our trajectory, too. If you've had an encounter with Christ, you should look different. You should act different. You should be different than you were before that. And that trajectory is moving towards Jesus and becoming more like Jesus. And at some point, you should be able to say, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Yeah, I mean, and, and you that's know, that's not even necessarily the topic, of topic what we're at talking, all, but, but like is, that jumped yeah. out at me. Well, said, and so.
0: Paul, if you were to ask Paul, like, are you perfect now? He'd say, I wasn't perfect then. I'm mm-hmm. perfect now. So that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. No, but you're part of the message. And that's part of the message, right? It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, there's grace, right? Yeah. And Paul talks about grace a lot of uh, the Jews and Gentiles and, and, and preaching hard on that Mm. but um that maybe should be our focus right Mm. and so we are uh um narrowing in and zooming in on one aspect of your life that is focusing on how do we live like jesus Mm. every day you can do this with something else with another topic
1: and i think even even paul's humility is an example of this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Oh, and yeah. just, just super quick, we're not going to get into this, but I just thought this was really interesting. Paul, what was his name before he was Paul? Saul. Saul, you know, great uh, king of, of I the said that Israelites. So country. Saul. Saul. <laughs> you know what the name Saul means, generally, roughly translated? No. Crushing authority. Ooh. And do you know what Paul means? Uh, hugging authority small small so his name literally changed from crushing authority to small yeah and he talks in scripture he's like i'm the worst of sinners he, oh, he's, you know he's, so, I was the, so yeah. his humility is one of the primary characteristics that we associate with paul and then here we say here, hear him say imitate his, and, imitate christ and yeah. you think about jesus jesus was god took on this flesh and lived a poor poor existence and ultimately was yeah. killed you know yeah. and it's like that so that humility has got to be central to this oh, it's absolutely. not imitate me because I'm awesome yeah it's imitate me as I humble myself in pursue well of and then
0: we talked a few weeks ago about like surrendering is true freedom right and I think what Paul would say yeah you can do that because I fully surrendered to the life of Jesus so you were ha- like follow me because I I have surrendered in this um, all right so that's not what we're talking about, but that was really good. Uh, all right. Witnessing to other people. Imitate me as I also imitate Christ. We should also be imitating Christ. So let's look at um, three things. One about Jesus. One, he was available. Now, to the best of his extent. All right. So there's no... If there's no Teslas. There's no anything, right? This is <laughs> this is this is walking or riding donkeys. That's about right. That's that's what we got. Um, but you notice that uh, he was available to people. Yes, he left the crowd sometimes to get away to restore and refresh himself because he needed to stay connected to the vibe. Like he understood that. Like I need God to um, help him. So he did kind of get away some, mm. but. He was available for people. Yeah, Like, uh, people knew that they could come to him. Yeah. And he was there. He would walk. He'd be in the temples. He would um, go to the wells. He would just go places and have these interactions. How much are we available to the people around us? Like, one, your family. Um, But, you know, if they call you, so let's say it's like extended family, mm. aunts, uncles, cousins, whatnot, grandparents. Are you always busy? Yeah. Are you always rude like oh yeah what's up i have to go right now like or are you available to talk like hey i can't right now but hey i would love to you're on i'm gonna call you in an hour or whatever yeah your neighbors do you walk outside and talk to your neighbors are Mm -hmm. you available to them the people that live right next door to you for you to witness to are you the angry grouch neighbor (laughs) that just like in and out Mm -hmm. they never see you um and your school, like your kids' schools, like, are you available for those teachers and for the staff and just all those things? Um, it's hard. Yeah. And some people are introverted and it's really hard. But even just living out there and just you being kind, again, that's not you saying, like, hey, neighbor, can you turn to Romans for me? Like, we're not <laughs> saying that,
1: but just being nice and kind and yeah. just being open. So, you know, as we're looking at Jesus and we think about the stories of Jesus and his availability to the people that are around him, I think about two things that uh, made that possible. One, it was a confidence in who he was Mm -hmm. and his identity, and he was unhurried, (laughs) right? And so what we see are some of these stories like Jesus is on his way to do something And then something will happen and he'll stop what he's doing to heal, to heal or to to, to raise a kid from the dead. Yeah. Yeah, Well, no, I got to stop here for a second. And so it's like what you said. It's like how much of our busyness is just an attempt to prove that we are somebody or to achieve something that we think is going to give us some kind of confidence or identity and it was like you can see in the life of Jesus that he absolutely knew who he was and he wasn't going to be hurried by anyone or anything because he could he he didn't have to prove anything right and i yeah. think that that same identity and that confidence is available to us and like if we prioritize our availability towards our the people in our lives that draws us closer to God and pushes us further away from this rush to try to prove who we are. Right? Yeah. I, so like last week we talked about, I forget what it was. Something
0: like helping other people. Right. I just went blank. We've had a lot. I had a whole marriage tree, <laughs> um, but right. It was about us like serving. And then we talked about like, uh, do you help those that are asking? Right. So Jesus says like, Hey, give to those that are in need. Like yep. it is, you know, it doesn't say ask kind of questions. We can use the crutch of, oh, I don't have no money, (laughs) right? Like, oh, I don't have any cash on me. Sorry. Mm -hmm. We can use almost that same deal here. It's like, oh, I'm too busy. Yeah, Like, oh, no, I I have to go pick up the kids. I got to go do this. I got a meeting. I got this. I got this. And maybe you're not doing those things to gain like any status, but maybe you just use that as a roadblock to slowing down and being present Yeah, because you're like, well, no, it's good that I take my kid. It's good that I'm helping out. It's good that I'm doing this. But do you free time up in your everyday life to be available to those around you Mm -hmm. Um, to
1: be like, yes, I want to be there. Um, And if you don't even have the margin in your day to day life to be available to people, then that's just a problem. You got too much going on.
0: <laughs> right? I, if you are sitting here saying, where is that time? Man, that's, that's on you. Like, yeah. we can't add more
1: hours to the day. There, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? And so if you don't have margin to spend time with God and to be available to God as the day comes up, it's like, that's a cause for some, some evaluation. Self-evaluation.
0: Yeah. At your college, right? So it's, so it's almost the same way. Like if you're like, oh, I'd, I don't give money to the church. Well, I don't have any left. Well, then you need to take some inventory on what you're spending on mm. and how you can give some to the church. Same with your time. I don't have any time. We'll take inventory and figure it out. Mm. All right. Second, he was impartial. He did not choose who he was going to witness to. Mm-hmm. He, he was not sitting there saying, well, You're the Pharisees, I will. You're the rich, I will. He was like, hey, if you got leprosy, if you're a prostitute, if you're a tax collector, if you're a guard, if you're a Roman guard, it doesn't matter what, if you are a it doesn't matter what you are. Mm -hmm. I want to witness to you. Right. And I'm going to be available to you in that. And he didn't pick and choose, which I think is hard for us. Mm. I, I think it's hard for us to do. Almost the way that we are talking about giving money and helping out. Yeah. Well, what are you going to use it for? How are you going to do that? Was that a good time? Well, surely you should already know about. Like we could do, we could pick and choose on how we help and be open to it. But Jesus was like, "Hey, you guys are all sinners. Mm. I Like you, you all need me." Jesus, like, I'm going to be available to that.
1: Yeah. It it in some cases, it almost seems like Jesus is making a point. In your direction, to reach out and minister to people that wouldn't have been ministered to. Oh so, yeah. So, so marginalized people, lepers, uh, tax collectors. You know, you talked uh, uh, the the woman at the well. Like these are people yeah. that were largely overlooked by society and Jesus is making a point to say that the way that you view these people is not the way that God views these people, and I'm inviting you to view them the way that I view them, which is exactly what you said. All sinners, yes, but so are you, Pharisees and Sadducees. All (laughs) sinners, yes, but loved children of God, worthy of respect and love and care, just like everybody else.
0: It's almost like they all have a sickness that's different, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same medication, still the same yeah. cure. Jesus. Yes. It's, hey, well, you're a sinner. Well, you're a test collector. You do this. You do that. You have his, 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 Okay. There's one prescription that's Jesus when it comes to this.
1: We mm-hmm. all live in a broken world. And yeah. that brokenness expresses itself differently in different people. Yeah. and, uh, yeah. and but, but it does not change the fact... That you're broken just like I'm broken. What we like to do is create categories of brokenness. And this (laughs) brokenness is okay because it looks like my brokenness. But this brokenness over here, uh, drug addiction, alcoholism. We could have done, this is March Madness. We could have done a March
0: (laughs) Madness breakdown of sin. Uh, You're exactly right. Well, at least I don't.
1: Yes, and that's our favorite game to play. Well, I'm not as bad as that, right? Uh,
0: I want to take a side note. When I talked about sickness, that, sin, one cure, I'm not talking about physical sickness. We're all sinners is what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying like if you have mental needs, if you have uh, physical needs, if you have some things where it's like, well, just pray in Jesus. Yes, pray Jesus. But I'm thinking more of the lines of we're all sinners and we all need that one Jesus. Yeah. Like for whatever it is, you need that Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think, so Acts 1034, um, I forget what translation this is, um, but... It's a Bible translation. Um, it says, Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism.
1: It's like, You're all mine. Mm-hmm. You all need me, and I all love you. Mm-hmm. And I love you all. And um, the more more we can embody that mindset in how we're witnessing to others, how we treat people, um, the more that the goodness of Jesus will be seen by people, because mm, that's very countercultural. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That is a bright light in a dark world.
0: And in even witnessing, again, we have to get out of the category definition of door-to-door, ringing doorbells, here's the Bible, do you know Jesus, do you know where you're going when you're dying? Witnessing could be, are you a light in that place, mm-hmm. and are you available to anybody that comes to you yeah. saying, what is this? Yep. And then you point to him. So final one is um, so there's three. he was sensitive to the pain of others. Mm. Um, that he um he understood. he knew when that when people were broken and hurting and vulnerable, that he could step in and in that time um, be a witness to them, you know to God in their mm. in their pain of hurt. Mm. Sometimes that gets awkward for us. We want to be with you in the highs, but when it gets to the lows, when it gets to the cancer, when it gets to the sickness, when it gets to the divorce, when it gets to money, financials, when it gets to job all those things, we're like, Ugh, that's kind of awkward, that's personal. And Jesus is like, yeah, well, this lady that has been bleeding for 12 years just touched my garment, Yeah. and he stops and says, daughter, he stops and says, who touched me? There's somebody hurting in our midst that needs me. Yeah. And he stops and he sees them. Um, you don't have to throw a rock far to find a hurting person in your life. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, you know, this isn't a hard thing to look for. Um, It just takes us to be available, for us to be non-judgmental, mm. for us to be open and kind, where those people feel safe to come to us because they know that our only goal is that, we want to love on them so they know Jesus and we yeah. want to share that love.
1: We get the opportunity maybe more than most or more than some working in ministry oh, yeah. to be with people and their times. hurt uh, and their pain. And it's not great, it's not fun, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's such an important part of living in community with one another. And I think often people hesitate to enter into that that pain with people because they don't have an answer or a solution or they can't fix it or they can't make it better. But that's not the point. Mm. You don't always have to fix it. To have the right answer. Or to have even the right thing to say. Sometimes you just need to sit with people and Share their suffering with them, and that can mean. And it's okay to say I
0: don't have words right now, but I'm going to be here with you as long as you want me to. Like, right. Even that shows, hey, I'm here. I don't have. Yeah, that's that, that's. And huge.
1: that and that can be a witness. Absolutely. Not that's, saying a word. That's more a than a lot of yes, right? You know, and uh, mm-hmm. so the same. Invitation that we have working in ministry to walk alongside people in their suffering is the same invitation that everyone has. Um, and you don't have to figure it out, you can just be there. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, hopefully, you guys uh, um, were blessed by this. I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just rethinking, revisioning your idea of what it means to be a witness and looking at the life of Jesus, how he was available. Uh, how he uh, was available to all; he was impartial to everybody, yeah. and how he um, was sensitive to the pain of other people, yeah. and did not uh, um, did not run away from the pain and awkwardness. We yeah. like to run away; we don't like discomfort in our life. I want everything to I'm like. Why would I want to be in pain today? Why, why would I want to put myself in a weird, awkward? A, a, a weird situation with somebody else. Yeah. Well, because they may need you to be next
1: to them. Mm. Um, they we, may not know that they have hope. They may not know yeah. that there's something better to long for. And
0: I, I I I you sit in that awkward situation where you sit with somebody or you know and you're like, I don't know what to do. And you're thinking about yourself the entire time and saying, like, I just want to be here for this person. Yeah. And I can be a little... I could put. I said I can be a little awkward. Yes, I'm, I am awkward. <sighs> I could put myself in awkward circumstances and situations to let somebody see Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the least I could do. I could do that.
1: Yeah. Right. And so yeah. just kind of revisioning that. Hey, one note, real quick. Yeah, I love it the whole Saul Paul thing. Yeah. I heard somebody say that and I thought that was really good. Is it true? Uh, well, I did a quick little thing. It is all over the place. What Saul means. <laughs> so don't research me on that. Uh, well, Hey, at
0: <laughs> least you came back and you, you were on your phone. <laughs> well, and I was I, like, what is he doing?
1: Cause I heard that and I was like, that's, that's, a, that's a really cool contrast in those names, but I never like looked it up or anything. But like that's what that. Paul. That's what Paul. Means? Paul definitely means small, tiny, um, I'm not sure about Saul. <laughs> but Saul yeah, means a I, lot of things. I saw a bunch of different stuff for what that could mean. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> but the the point is still the same. Humility. Oh uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still the
0: same. Well, hey, we hope you guys have a good week. Uh, next week is Oh, we gotta think about this. Next week's spring break, y'all. Oh, thanks. and we're and we're gonna be gone. Indeed. So we gotta we, uh, it may be a peach solo one. Uh, we'll see. Or we'll see if we can get one done this weekend. But hope you guys have a great uh, week. Um and be a witness, y'all. Do it. You got this. You're gonna do great. Deuces, bye.